Hey podcast humans, it's Jay, and on this episode I have Ken, an up-and-coming comic from Luxembourg. He also skateboards a lot. We're going to be talking about growing up in Europe compared to America, and our comedy aspirations, and etc. Welcome to the Asian with the good hair. Hey Ken, welcome to the show. Hey. All right. How are you? Living the dream here in Germany. How's everything going out there? Yeah, I'm good. I mean, um, the weather is beautiful. I'm doing that wonderful podcast with a good friend on a free day. What else do you want more in life? Right. Wait, what holiday is it right now um, here in Europe, I guess? Because Germany shut down too. <laughs> it's, it's like the Ascension. So it's a religious one. I don't really know because I'm not a believer, but it's something religious. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Uh, I guess I don't know what I can, it is. I can, check, I can check that out on the internet quickly if you want to. Okay. I, so I, I think Ascension, it's... Um, I read something, but I thought that was um, a couple weeks ago, so I don't know now. Oh, no, that was the, the 21st of May. Uh, sorry, yeah. my bad. Um, you don't even so know your own do? European no, holidays? No, I have no idea. I just I have a free day. I take it. I don't ask questions. You're just no. like, oh, I'm not working. <laughs> oh, it's, oh, I have no idea how you say that in English. Uh, but it's it's um, also religious anyway. Oh, okay, okay. Okay, well, I mean, at least you guys are like somewhat like America, you know, like... They have no separation between state and religion, but that's cool. Um, <laughs> so, um, so I have Ken on the show because he's um, one of my fellow comedians out here in Europe who's been super supportive of me on open mics and even the comedic roundtable we put together, and he's a funny dude. He wasn't funny when he first got out there, but he's funny now. <laughs> I'm making some progress. He's making progress. From the bottom, now we're here. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, but yeah, so um, Ken and I sometimes have conversations about the differences of growing up in Europe um, versus America, which, which is fun. Like, I mean, I love learning about other cultures. Ken's probably inundated with um, American news, so he doesn't learn anything new from me. So, <laughs> I mean, it's it's always surprising. I don't know how crazy you always are, uh, but yeah, every time you tell a story, I'm like, yeah, okay, it's not only a movie cliche. There really are that weird. <laughs> you know? That's amazing. But yeah, yeah, I mean, it, it's I I think it's funny because like some of the stuff like. I know I've had to explain to some people about like my jokes when I tell them here. It's like, no, 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 that's really America. And they're like, no, that can't be real. So, <laughs> but yeah, so what, what do you think? Like, how was it growing up in Europe? Because I, mean, I don't know. They didn't teach us European history in school. So, you know. Okay, so just to close the subject of before, uh -huh. um, it's called Pentecost, and it's the end of the Easter. Oh, like East. Oh, huh. They don't celebrate yeah, I know it's that. Weird. I, mean, I, have, yeah. I have no idea why it is like that. But yeah. oh. how it is growing up in Europe? Well, 
first of all, that's a very American way the things to say. You know, like uh, it's like how it is growing in America. Like every state is different. Here, every country is different. Like oh, yeah. Europe is not a country. It's the continent, um, right? But <laughs> in Luxembourg, it's it's very weird because it's such a blend of culture. Mm-hmm. Which is good because racism is not really a thing, you know. Like you can't be racist when fifty uh, percent of your country is, you know, you comes from abroad, which is a good thing in this case. So you're just really used to live uh, with a ton of a ton of ethnicity. That's really amazing. You hear all types of languages. Now I, I grew up uh, mainly in Belgium, which is very different. <laughs> it's Belgium is like France. Without any class, but <laughs> with a lot more, with a lot more beers. Oh yeah, yeah. But it's fun though. It's it's like it's really fun. It's like, you know, Belgian. It's like uh, the funny dude in the party. <laughs> That's the Belgian. Like you have no idea how he survived till the age he actually is right now, <laughs> but he did, and he has plenty of fun story to say he's only good at that you would never hire that guy you never trust that guy you'll never uh, give him a penny but at the party best guy ever that's how it is growing up in belgium wow huh that i don't even know what state i, I mean you know they pro that's probably what most americans think like of like california everybody's like california's the party and it's fun but then in policies they're like yeah, California can fall off the face of America at any point. And I grew up in uh, California. It's kind of similar without the sun and the avocado toast. <laughs> oh, no. I've had avocado toast in Belgium. Just so you know. Some of the best avocado toast I've ever had. Did, did, some, did some fries join the party? <laughs> well, I mean... <laughs> maybe, maybe. Because otherwise it was in Belgium. <laughs> It was in um, Brussels. It was called... Um, so the funny thing about that is there, it's, a, it's like a brunch breakfast place or whatever in Belgium. Or not, in Brussels. And at first when I went, when I looked it up, it, it's called Street Peckers. And, <laughs> I'm not even and at first I'm like, wait, is this like a male strip club? What is, I just wanted breakfast. <laughs> like, but it had avocado toast, so... I went. <laughs> I mean, you could have had a breakfast and in, in entertainment. I know. What are you asking for more? I know. I was like, oh, man. It's kind of like in the South where they have chicken wings and strippers all at the same time. You know, I was like, eh, I'm a little disappointed. Oh, uh, yeah. I, I just don't know why, but my city comedic mind just uh, like picture uh, stripper wings instead of chicken wings. <laughs> and, uh, it's just horrible. <laughs> Like, yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, I I, <laughs> I remember thinking, like, if I were a stripper at that club, would I really want the money at that point, the tips? Because I'm really weird about, like, feeling sticky, you know? And, like, if somebody just ate chicken wings and then put a dollar on me, like, I would have, like, stickiness in my waistband. It'd be weird. <laughs> it wouldn't be sticky. It would be greasy. No, but the sauces are usually sticky on chicken wings. Like the sauce part. Ah, so, oh, yeah. okay. 
Uh, makes sense. Yeah. So I guess you could, you would only be paid with people that eat their chicken wings without sauce. Yeah, naked. Yeah, like the whole strip. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, <laughs> yeah, naked wings for naked troopers <laughs> makes sense. For real. <laughs> oh man, so um, I was gonna tell you about this time. So I um. One of the last times we did, I did comedy in Luxembourg before the whole COVID situation, I I, I accident my wife and I accidentally went into like a, a gay bar right or club I don't know okay. your guys' stuff is different there we did invite Dip you but before before we went there I thought it was just like a normal club because we wanted him to meet one of our friends. And it was hilarious because when he came in there, and we were the only females in there because it's all male um, gay bar. <laughs> but, um, like, you know how I always make fun of you that I thought you were gay at first? At that moment in time, I was like, oh, we should have invited Ken to this instead of Dip You. <laughs> Dude, it's, I'm not, I don't know if you're joking or not. No. <laughs> so many people think I'm gay. It's crazy. It's insane. It's like you probably came out of like the gay closet, like the opposite of like gay people, though, right? Like, <laughs> I, I have I have a joke about this. Like, gay people have to do a coming out. I had to do a coming in to prove that to actually <laughs> prove that I'm heterosexual. <laughs> I really do like girls, mom. <laughs> <laughs> I, I swear, like, that's the, I think that one of the first person that told me, like, hey, uh, if you like man, it's okay, it was my mom. And I'm like, I'm like nah, she's like, it's fine. Uh, no, I, I like women, they just don't like me. That's not the same problem. <laughs> that's so funny that you say that because when I was in high school, um, my mom, she said, um, she's like, hey, Valerie, you know that, um, People think you're a homosexual because you don't have a boyfriend and you play too many sports, right? <laughs> I, didn't I mean, even... my mom is bisexual, so it's fine. She likes <laughs> super open mind. Like, so I could be whatever I want to be. Yeah. I, I didn't even come out to my mom for a very long time after that because she was very... Oh, yeah, she was extremely angry. I ended up getting a boyfriend just to get her off my back, and it was very awkward. Yeah, I know. I imagine. It was, it was awkward. I had to fall back on my Catholic faith that I had never, like, practiced and said I was waiting till marriage for sex. And <laughs> oh, yeah, you told that story. And the worst is that the guy sticked with you. Like, how, how long? Three years? Was it, it? it was, like, three years, yeah. But I kept, so first, I went to college five hours away and dated somebody there. But I was still in this facade of a relationship. But he would come and visit, and it was always so crazy. And then, so I'm like, you know what? I guess I'll just move across the country. So I moved across the country, and then I got, like, a, a serious girlfriend. And I guess she didn't like, like, that I technically had a boyfriend back home. <laughs> so that's how we ended up breaking up. I had to be in a real relationship. <laughs> I don't know if... Uh, I don't know what's the worst in this story. Like, you <laughs> having other, um, like, girlfriends? Or him being so, like, 
painful. You know, I actually <laughs> have like empathy for the guy. Oh no, I felt like, extremely terrible. Now him. he's a fuckboy. Yeah. He's obviously been a fuckboy now. Yeah. No, <laughs> it, well, revenge. so what's funny is like, um, him and I are still friends on Facebook and stuff, and, and we've kept up with each other um, in the sense of like just keeping up with each other because we grew up in the same like little town. But it was just, um, it's funny because, yeah, like you said, he was a fuckboy for a long time. And then, but now he has like this little cute family and he's living in the same town we grew up in. But he's, um, he's got a cute little family now. <laughs> when, he, when he was like, okay, I think I've done like enough revenge. Oh, oh yeah. Down <laughs> but what was funny is when I told him, he was so like understanding, but... He did say this thing, which like I like I look back on it now. I laugh. He's like, I should have known. You never carried a purse, and you never wanted any type of like jewelry or purses from me for Christmas. Yeah, you you told that story on the comedy round table. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, so, um, but yeah, so I have that... not I have another story, but it's the opposite way. Okay. I actually had. Um, it was my last year in high school, right? Mm-hmm. And then uh, last year, uh, there's a new girl in class, super beautiful, uh-huh. blonde, long hair, probably daddy issues, totally my type of girl. <laughs> and she, <laughs> like, she was sticking with me all the time, like all the time we were hugging all the time, and like we're getting close. And I was like, I'm naive and not that naive, you know? I'm like, something is, something is happening, and. She ended up twerking on me. <laughs> Don't ask me why. And as a very respectful human being that I am, I just said, you know that when you're doing that to a guy, is there some repercussion? <laughs> now now I now I know why why girl just don't date me. Like <laughs> I, I just I just push respect to another level. And she 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 took two weeks to uh, talk to me again. <laughs> after you respectfully said, you know, I might want to have sex with you after you're doing this. <laughs> yeah, after I uh, respectfully turned down uh, at work. Which I'm probably the only man who has ever done that. Uh, probably can. You're like on the same level as like my ex. That's so crazy. <laughs> Uh, it's very kind and insulting at the same time. Yeah, but you're probably going to date a lesbian one day and it'll be three years it's later. It's already done. It's already done. <laughs> like my, first, my first girlfriend, when we broke up, went lesbian for three months. <laughs> <laughs> no, no dick for me. <laughs> That's amazing. But yeah. yeah, afterwards, it took me five years to laugh about it. <laughs> That's awesome. But yeah, so that's 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 funny because see we do have similarities and a little bit of growing up. Just so everybody knows, Ken is like twelve years younger than me, but he looks about five years older than me. So you know, <laughs> pros and Pretty cons. Much. Pros and cons. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, so that's all. I, I you know what what I think is um funny too is like in Europe. As much as, like, people told me before I was moving here, like, Europeans are going to be so rude to you as an American and all this stuff, right? But it's crazy. So, like, Europeans are so nice. I did this um, this 100-mile march thing, 
And um, it was funny because I realized how self-centered Americans can really be. I mean, I had already realized it because there are a couple things that have happened to me here that I'm like, oh God, we are self-centered. But um, so the other soldiers would be like, USA, USA. And then we would then join in chanting to them USA instead of saying like Netherlands, Netherlands, like actually yeah, that's the thing we'll never, never see here, never. Like I'm not gonna go in a party and be like Luxembourg, Luxembourg. <laughs> the only reason I'm not doing this it's because after that I, I will be explaining to ten people where the country is. <laughs> right. That is true. A lot of times I couldn't chant the other countries. Um, the who the other country was so i was like oh i don't even know what flag that is <laughs> so that was always the awkward part too but i mean like even like the germans who don't smile they wouldn't even trade patches with anybody um they would chant usa and we would agree with them yeah i mean <laughs> they learned a couple of years ago now we have to be friends with america <laughs> exactly <laughs> exactly just a couple of years ago you know not 75 yeah, but, it's, been, yeah. it's been 70 years but uh, it's still not well seen a couple of people who say germany <laughs> deutschland deutschland it's, it's still not super well seen no that's weird that's so weird. probably will take another millionaire or something oh yeah probably this will be a different country then but yeah, so, but one thing that I, I really do um, see that's different than America is like um, ingredients on food are real here. Like it's real food. Like in America, it's just a bunch of... <laughs> and yeah, I mean, I've, I've, it's, it's the only thing I know because I've never been to the U.S. It's that oh. when a product is... Um, when a product comes from the U.S., we have to put another, uh, another. How can I say that? Label. Another stickers with uh -huh. all the ingredients. Yeah, another label. Exactly. Uh -huh. We have to put another label than yours. <laughs> that's. Oh my God, that's scary. Yeah. And a few products are actually illegal because they have like a a sugar intake that is like totally illegal here i'm that, so people don't believe me it's crazy i'm like you know like in europe there's like laws against like having this sugar to like food ratio and all this stuff and they're like that doesn't even make any sense and i'm like yeah but the obesity rates are not as high here <laughs> Yeah, but that's the crazy part about the U.S. Like, you can die about diabetes because you had two pieces of her cheese chocolate. But you cannot have a kinder surprise because apparently ki kids are too dumb to realize that there is a plastic piece inside the egg, even if the plastic piece has the size of the fucking egg. Like, it makes no sense. It's very true. You're, you're very right on that. That is very true. Like, it's the same for other type of food. You, you can... Uh, you cannot have foie gras in mm -hmm. the U.S., but you can deep fry your motherfucking steak. <laughs> All final good. <laughs> that is very true. But I, I, I'll say, like, it's, it's, I, I like it here because, like, I know what's actually in my food. I will say, though, like, the ketchup without the Red 40 is a little different, even though Red 40 kills you, but... <laughs> What is Red 40? 
it's some type of like chemical um, that is known to actually cause cancer, but it's almost in all like processed food in America. And it's some type of chemical that gives it the red coloring and some type of flavor. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I'm I'm pretty like uh, nervous when I see a color and and something behind it in <laughs> in the U.S. because the last time I saw that it was Agent Orange. And, uh, yeah, that also kind kind of caused a few cancers for the one who survives the first uh, the first problem. That's awesome. Yeah, but uh, so I'm in a good mood today. <laughs> I know, right? I I love it. I love it, but. So, um, I, I do want, I have been wanting to ask you this though, like, when did you just start doing comedy? Cause you say you're really new to it, but you're from, from just the short amount of time I've seen you, I feel like you've grown a lot and, um, kind of found your rhythm in comedy. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> 21st April of 2019. That was oh, my wow. first, uh, stage. Then I think I, I, I played uh, once a month, which basically means three times. Uh, <laughs> French. Actually, the first time I saw Deepu was in French, which mm-hmm. is really funny. And then I played two shows in English, who were the worst show uh, ever. I sucked hard. <laughs> but like, I didn't even, I, I, it's not bombing at this point. It's like, it's, I, I, I just like Hiroshima, the whole thing. Oh, it's insane. And then I stopped for a couple of months because it was, 2019 was kind of a shitty year for me. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I really restarted in, I believe it was November. Yeah, I was going to say it had to have been toward the end because I saw you at the end of no, um, the Yeah, end. November because I got uh, another job, which mm-hmm. was in the city in september and then i moved in the city in in november mm-hmm. which now i'm like five minutes from the club instead of like 45. oh yeah yeah uh so yeah so from november i've been playing every single week i think i've, I've missed it twice mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. once because i had to finish to write something for a, a contest the next day and i think i probably missed it only once yeah, I was gonna say I, I saw you every time I was there, so yeah. But what made you what made you wanna do comedy though? Like what what made you say, you know what, I'm funny, I'm gonna do comedy. Okay. So the the full story, the full long story is that back in the days, uh, there is something called podcast, which has nothing to do like this time with a podcast. Oh, okay. Podcast in French was was like um a five-minute video that you put on YouTube which talk about a funny subject, right? Uh-huh. And I did it once. It's still on the internet. I have no idea where it is. <laughs> I have no idea where it is, but uh, it's still on the internet, which was like uh, goofy and whatever. It wasn't really mm-hmm. funny, but I, I like the whole concept of just putting funny random clips uh, on YouTube. And I, I always, uh, I guess, wanted to be the funny guy, mm-hmm. uh, even if I wasn't really. And, and, and then I, I basically, I traveled into K18 and I came back from my travel. I was like traveling six months alone around Europe and I mm-hmm. came back and I was lost, but it's kind of lost. So I was just like, okay, there, there's a plenty of things that I want to try. And one of the thing was like an open mic. 
Okay. And the first time I did it was crazy because I think you heard the story. You heard the story because I told it on my show, like the Man Diary. It was like 20 minutes. You had to stay, to stand 20 minutes on stage. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. For the yeah. first time. Mm. And I just got the hang of it. Like, it's just, it was fun and I wanted to continue. Uh-huh. And I always hated my normal job. So I think that probably the five or six first show was just like, just for fun. And then I realized mm. like, I want to make something out of it. Oh, okay, okay. You had to stand you, up there for twenty what's your minutes in, uh, in comedy. Um, so it's weird because I've I I um I actually did this thing in it was like two thousand ten two thousand eleven. I was I was deployed to Afghanistan, and I used to just tell stories about growing up to um, my friends and stuff, and. They'd always be like, oh, tell so-and-so the story about this. And I, and I, I just was pretty, I've always been pretty like vulnerable in the sense of like just storytelling. So um, these people came to do a show for us, right? And um, yeah. the officer who was in charge at the time, she goes, hey, Jay Marie, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put you up on this stage. Just tell this, this story and this story about your mom. I go, I'm not going to tell that story in front of, like, there were, like, 450 people there. And so, uh, yeah. So, um, so she's like, I said, no, I don't want to do that. I was, you know, whatever. And then, so, all of a sudden, she brings in the, the actual comics that are going to be the, the actual show, right? And uh-huh. she goes, hey, tell, tell Brad that story about your mom and all this stuff. And I, I told him, and he's like, dude, you got to do that on stage. That shit's funny. And I was like, ah, I was still very nervous. But then I did it, and I was like, that wasn't as bad. Like, and people laughed and all this stuff, right? And so, um, so I did it. I did a couple of mics when I got home, but then, you know, like, life got busy. But then I did some more stuff when I, about six years later, when I moved to, when I was living in Colorado, and then I ended up here in Europe, and... I'm like, you know, I really want to do the comedy thing because I, I watched some of my videos from back in the day and, and it was funny and people are always like, you need to write a book, but because of the whole dyslexia thing, I just want to talk. I don't want to have to actually write. So so that's kind of how I got into it. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. But uh, I think I already told you, like you don't especially have to write, you can like voice record it. Yeah. So I, I've been actually trying to do that more and do... Um, and write down stuff because a lot of my thoughts come like as I'm in bed, like reading books about the Ottoman Empire and stuff. So, <laughs> so you know. No, it's cool. Yeah, it's cool. Me, most of my shit comes up when I skate, which is okay. not super practical, or when I drive. Yeah, those two like, places seem very hard to <laughs> write or talk. Sometimes. Yeah, because you have to focus on <laughs> other things. But, um, like not dying? No, it's cool. It, it, yeah, for example, which, yeah, it's probably because, well, yeah, anyway. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, yeah, but you are very good at storytelling. Very, very good. I, I already told you that, like, you, you have a natural ability to do that. And you have a, a, a voice that is, you have a good storytelling voice. Let's put it that way. Yeah. Because some people are funny, but you, you hear the voice and you're like, nah, I can't. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, and, and it's funny that you say that because like I I have to, you know, listen to these podcasts back and I'm like, oh my god, my voice is so weird. And but everybody's but like, no, totally your voice is normal. fine. <laughs> Cause you don't hear I just I realize by doing these things is like I don't hear my voice like the rest of the world hears my voice, so it's just so weird to me still. Oh definitely. I I remember the first time like I like music. Uh, I would love to be into music, but I'm not. Uh-huh. And then uh, I realized that, oh, well, I actually can't sing. <laughs> in, in my in my head, sounds so fucking nice. It's like, and then I opened the ma- my mouth, I tried to record it, and the recorder shuts down. It's scary movie too like when the, the girl is like uh, <laughs> singing singing in the car and the radio is saying shut up I'm the one who's yeah. singing that's what happened to you Kent <laughs> yeah <laughs> like all your programs just all shut down in front the, of the you. movie is actually a, a biography of my life <laughs> I knew it I knew it <laughs> dude that's so funny no, but yeah, actually, like, I used to think I was a good singer, and um, I know you may not know what this is because you're so young, but we used to have these tapes, they were, like, this big, they had two holes in it. <laughs> I know what a tape is. <laughs> actually, like, my dad... I also, know, I also know why you use a pen to actually uh, oh, put it in reverse. Mm, oh, that's weird. Guy. I saw that in the museum. Oh. <laughs> dude that's so crazy because you're like younger than my little brother only by a couple of years but i'm like damn he's younger than my little brother but yeah, yeah no that's weird but I've, I've always been with all the people i remember like i was in finland like two years ago with a good friend that is skating when i was traveling mm-hmm. and we we like we skated the day and then the, the night we went into a bar and then I just said that that like really big mood killer which was like <laughs> hey you know you're like drinking weird beer with someone that is younger than your, your son right? <laughs> <laughs> and he was just like shut up and drink a fucking beer <laughs> that is amazing Oh man, that's that's hilarious because I, I would say like oh you're young enough to be my son but um you're, nobody's really young enough to be my kid at all because I was never like able to procreate. No, so um, so Ken and I kind of do a couple of different things together, which are fun. We do the comedic round, which. So I like the comedic roundtable. I think it's going to be better this weekend because we actually have subjects and like different types of people that are going to influence that subject matter. I'm super excited about Luxembourgian history. I've already started my research, just so you know. So. Really? <laughs> just by the joke, everybody should do Luxembourgian joke, and I should do U.S. joke. <laughs> so no. So okay. So. One of my ideas, and um, I know, but um, so one of my ideas for it is gonna be is um, you ever played like um, heads up or charades and stuff? Yeah, okay. What the hell is that? <laughs> so it's like okay, so like let's say like you have a a card in your hand, and it's like you got to get people people to guess what it is, what what the word or whatever it is on the card, 
Okay. Okay. Yeah. So let me kind of go back in time when I was in college. I know it's been a long time, but um, I used to love this game. It was, um, I forget what it was called, but it's like charades. So like I said, you got, you have a card and then there's a word on it, but then there's a bunch of words you can't say to describe this word. So, um, so I had to, I had a Colombian girl on my team and like, I got so pissed because she, she like was describing very simple things, but they didn't make sense in English. Like, you know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> like, so like, I remember one was like, um, hot dog and like she, she ketchup wasn't off the thing. Like, um, um, something made of like all pig leftovers wasn't off the thing right but she didn't say any of those things she was like street vendor i'm like uh toys what ah! and like i'm screaming out all this shit because you only have like 20 seconds to guess <laughs> she's like how did you get hot dog and i'm like how would i have gotten hot dog from that <laughs> and then <laughs> and then so i had to describe um like I think it was like a um, elephant. It, it was an animal, and I was saying things like. <laughs> Very good representation. Exactly. I wish that the audience has the video because that was that will stay in my mind till your death. I'll tell you that. <laughs> but she she was like, how would I guess elephant? I don't even know the Spanish word for it. I'm like. <laughs> I was like, oh my god! But anyway, so um, I think it would be fun if there were like, like you guys and the Americans playing like with each of us on a team, and then it like one Luxembourgian, one American on a team. I think that would be hilarious, because I remember that could be fun. I remember how frustrated I was. Anytime she was there, I refused to play because my friends saw how frustrated I got and they would suggest playing that game and her and I being on a team together. <laughs> so, so anyway, so on this round table, Ken and I, we just pretty much talk about random stuff with um, Chris and other guests that come on randomly. So it's been, that's been fun. I, I think especially the last couple of weeks, it's gotten better and better as we've developed. Like I mean, when you think about it, it's only the fourth episode, you know? Yeah. So that's I mean, it takes a bit of time to just uh, find, uh, you know, the, um, the whole process. But yeah, it's getting better. It's getting also a bit more popular. I mean, mm -hmm. like we have a few other guests and yeah. it's changing all, a bit all the time, you know? So for the audience, also the culture, not only see the, the same people. Right, right. Yeah. I, th I, it's, I think it's, um, it's definitely getting better and finding its little niche of stuff to to talk about and do so i'm excited for this weekend though i'm telling you i'm gonna like i'm gonna do my drunken history bit on it i'm gonna like i'm gonna i feel like i've got it good but the problem is is like everything i've seen on it is like oh luxembourg lost its independence gained its independence lost its independence gained yeah, yeah, yeah. Back in the days, we, we didn't have money. <laughs> <I know. laughs> we were the autobahn for the, for the people who were just like going to another country, like just being slammed. Dude, for real. 
I'm like, wow, this is kind of a dark like history of um, being. It's kind of like the um, the Philippines though. Like they just kept getting ruled by people until like the mid 1900s. <laughs> Yeah, but like we we stopped being shit over uh, in eighteen thirties, no fifty six, eighteen fifty six, I believe. I I I don't have your guys' numbers memorized yet, but you know I'm gonna have my note card though this weekend. And yeah, but like during the Second World War, we we just like uh, we say like no, don't come to our country. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody didn't really pay attention. We were supposed to be neutral as uh, Switzerland, but like. Uh-huh. Uh, uh, we had the money, so I guess that the the key factor was chocolate. We didn't have any chocolate to survive. Mm. <laughs> had to admit. <laughs> I think Germany just got confused. They were like, oh, this must... We're still in Germany. What, what are they talking about? <laughs> yeah, that's what you Exactly. <laughs> because I, I, I um, saw, like like you said, I, I read a little bit of um, World War Two history on you guys. And like you said, you were trying to stay neutral, but Germany was like, ah, you know, it's just so small there, <laughs> and it's in the way. Like Belgium's over here, we need. You're just in the way at this point. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, um, but yeah. So also, Ken and I are working on a co-hosting podcast together, which we haven't decided the name exactly yet. And hopefully, I don't know, do you think we'll be able to do the release within the next, like, two weeks probably, right? Yeah, two weeks seems fair, so we can have, we can actually record another episode, like a backup episode for yeah. the moment where you're going you're gonna to move around. Yeah. That'd be fun. So, isn't the name you're, you're not listening? Or don't listen to this, or, wait, what, you're not listening? Uh-huh. Which, which one did we decide I, I, on? I, I, I think it was you're not listening to. You're not the, listening the, to... You're not listening to a uh, podcast. You're not... Okay, okay, that's the one we're going to go with. Okay, because remember we said we, we hadn't decided on the podcast. I was Oh, okay, so, like, uh, first, so, sorry, I, I just, like, this one seemed natural. So, okay. <laughs> it's, why, it's why just a uh, quick, quick uh, business meeting into the podcast. I'm sorry. Right. It's why I asked you for a picture. Because I had oh. this... this uh, I woke up and I had this uh, design in my head, uh-huh, which uh-huh. was, like, your funny face, my funny face, a big ear in the middle, who was like crossed with a big red circle. Yes, okay, okay, like, okay, this could, yeah. This could go perfectly into the Instagram and into yeah. the YouTube, like, round spots. Okay, yeah, that's going to be it then. Because I'm not artistically creative like that, so... I'm not well, that's even... how I picture it. I don't, yeah. I don't, I don't know how it's gonna turn out. <laughs> <laughs> Something else. You're like, I'm gonna actually send it to a graphic design person. I wonder if I know a graphic design person, because I just used the one. I don't know. Well, you know, Aaron. I don't know if you got your little picture yeah, done yeah, yeah. by her friend, but that was the one I used from this podcast. It was the picture she did. Oh, cute. Yeah. Cool. So. Um, but yeah. So so we're working on that. So Ken and I are really. Um, we're, we're working on a lot of comedy stuff, dude. Like, um, well, two things actually. Well, I mean, but like the comedy round, the comedy round table in uh, in the um, our podcast yeah. is, I guess, the two pieces we are really working on together. Yeah, yeah. And then also, yeah, you, we are helping each other to write, and we are yeah. giving each other tips. Uh, but that had 
input on the whole, you know, yeah, the whole yeah. situation. Well, I, I'm excited for like when open mics actually happen because um, I think like we're going to be, I, I, I think people are going to be like really prepared to like get on stage because they, I mean, we've been practicing some of our stuff and things like that. So I'm excited. That's the thing. I, I think half of it are, are going to be super prepared and half of thing is going to be like, hey, it's been a long time, so uh, don't mind me being goofy on stage. I, I, I think it's going to be 50-50. Oh, yeah, yeah. I definitely, definitely agree it's going to be 50-50 because, like, I've invited a bunch of, like, my the comedians I know from the from the state side, right, to do the comedic roundtable. And I'm like, hey, man, this is, like, where you can practice your stuff. And they're always like, ah, you know, I'm just going to take a break while this is, like, going on. And I'm like, you're going to take a seven-month break from comedy? So, but, yeah, so, um, so I think the people that are, like, kind of taking advantage of um, being, because a lot of it's just working with other comedians, you know, because we don't have an actual audience to do audience work. I think, you know. Which doesn't really change from usually. Exactly. I think it's actually better, and it's even better when the, the, comedy, the comedian doesn't know you. Yeah. Because here in Luxembourg, I know that so it's very likely that some people are going to laugh uh, because I know all the comics who are buddy, you know. Mm, mm. Um, so it's not really a, it's not really a good a good opinion it's not pragmatic right so the thing is maybe it's gonna work here in luxembourg but if i try to play abroad mm -hmm. i'm gonna bomb because it, it i wasn't prepared right 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 which yeah you're right you're, you're absolutely right because i i did a, a all-female comic all-female mic one night and um th that was it, it was fun it was fun because everybody was super funny but um but yeah, I was like, you know, I think some of my stuff wouldn't work like in a different crowd type thing. You know what I'm saying? And that's the thing that Sandeep told me. And mm -hmm. he's, I'm listening to him because he, I think he's very wise. Mm -hmm. uh, he's old. On the comedic <laughs> point of view. It's that you have to have enough material mm -hmm. to be able to, first of all you have to have enough experience to read the audience and mm -hmm. then have enough material to know what type of material you're going to do in front of uh, the audience you're in front to right 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 no i i 100 percent agree with him that's why i just tell life stories because i have 35 years of it it's so about sad <laughs> <laughs> but, but, but same, you know, like, I love your Filipino story, uh -huh. but in the same time, I'm like, it's a cool story, but I don't relate to it in a way, because you're probably the first Filipino I meet. Right. I met. So. Yeah, yeah. I, and that's, like, how, what I've been actually, like, um, trying to work on, because, like, you, I really, like, respect Sundeep. Like, he's an awesome dude. He, he is, right? Like, he talked to me after that, um, my, that time I, the very last, um, show I did there with, um... Oh, that, yeah, so, Sandy, yeah, sorry, I, I just, uh, I didn't hear the name properly. Yeah, he's yeah. awesome. He's yeah. Cool. Yeah, and he, he even, like, he kind of told me, like, so, he talked to me, and I really appreciated it, because, you know, I, I kind of wish, like, ten years ago, when I had started doing some of this stuff, I had that person that pulled me aside and said, hey, Jay Marie, 
you need to start working on X, Y, and Z. I was just kind of like out there like, oh, well, somebody let me perform in front of 500 people, so I guess I'm funny. <laughs> so. I think there's two reasons for that. First of all, he's a genuine nice person. Yeah. And, and then he sees the bigger picture. You know, better comedian attract people who attract attention and money is where attention is. And right. we want to make this our job. So yeah, yeah it's, it's definitely a fiduciary two situation, I believe. Right, right. And I like, I mean, um, I'll say this, like, this has probably been the best group of like comedians I've ever been able to be a part of. And because everybody's super supportive of each other. I've never, like I've, I've been in comedy scenes and, in America and it's just kind of like you're out there by yourself flailing but like here it's and that's that's another difference between Americans <laughs> Europeans yeah that, it, it's really cool because first of all it's a pretty uh, small group mm -hmm. so everybody really really know each other it's right. not like oh there's that dude that comes one in a blue moon no like everybody right. knows each other and it's not it's not something old the mm -hmm. whole like group has probably three years old you know right. so um, now, like there is not a big difference between the new one and the old one. Right. And in in I've been in Belgium. I have to say that in Belgium is great. It's really mm. really great. People are super nice, and it's even if it's way bigger, like you, uh -huh. it's really hard to play because there are so many people. Right. People are really like friendly and willing to help you out. Mm. Oh wow! Yeah, I I think one of these days, I'd like to go perform an English mic either in Belgium. I want to go to the one in Berlin really bad. And in um, yeah. Paris. So. Um, same. And actually, I would love to take like a week and just do a bunch of stuff in the UK. Oh, yeah. Too. So I, I think like what I'm going to do is like this next year while we're developing and perfecting our podcast and I'm so I my next year is going to be focusing on these two podcasts the round table because I think that could go on even after the COVID thing for like for comedians just to yeah get that, up. that's really that's really the goal yeah that, that's uh, it's to create a long-term product yeah so um but like you said dude if, when I come back like you should we should like go to the UK together I totally agree. We yeah. should go together for uh -huh. one week because I believe that our ass are going to be busted. Yeah. It's going to be for a good thing. Yep. It's like, oh, uh, we thought we were prepared. No, here's some work. Let's let's do this. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I think. Yeah. So, um, but hey, man, thanks for being on the show. I really do appreciate like all the support you give, like my aspirations of being a comedian. And I hope that I, I kind of reciprocate that back to you because I think, I think we're both going to be in a good place at some point. So with the comedy, well, you, you're welcome. It's really, uh, it's really a pleasure to help you out because, uh, you, you, you're talented. You can go somewhere. And I really appreciate the fact that you're, first of all, giving me this opportunity to be on, on this podcast and yeah, that you're also helping me out. It's good to have like someone you can count on, uh, this game, even if we have a great, uh, co uh, I would say community, uh -huh. it's, it's still nice to have like a proper, uh, friend. Right. Oh yeah, for sure. But, um, so, Hey guys, 
this was Kent. He's awesome. Like, um, I'll post his his stuff on his links and everything on this podcast. So if you just click below in the descriptions, you'll see all his links. All right. Thanks, Kent. See you. Bye-bye. Bye.